Would you like to learn a new language? We. Oui. <laughs> See what we? I did? Oh. No, I said we oui, like French. Oh, okay. We, 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 we. I have ever since I've seen Pepe Le Pew and his way with women. I thought I want to learn a new language. You know what? I I do have a because uh, I'm a, I, I do voices and stuff. I do like yeah. the sound of of a French language. Yeah, you're good at faking a language. I just do gibberish, but I want to actually learn. And that's, mm -hmm. I'm going to introduce you in the world to Rosetta Stone. It's the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. Yes, I've heard about this and talked about it for a long time. It's the trusted expert for 30 years. They have millions of users, 25 languages offered. So I think that pretty much covers the globe. You've got yeah. your Spanish, your French, mm -hmm. you were just talking about, Korean, Dutch, Arabic. Fast language acquisition. It, 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 there's no English translations, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. That's the hard part, I think. That's it. And it's an intuitive process. You pick mm -hmm. up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences, and it's all designed for long-term retention, which is great because I took Spanish for 12 years and all I know is how to find a library. Yes, Donde, I know. Donde está la biblioteca. So this one, really, really, you retain it. I learned German and I know hast du Zweister now abra. No, hast du Bruder now. Nine abra cabras by Swester. That means, have, do you have a brother? No, I have, but I have three sisters. I took German for seven years, and all I remember is Gesundheit. <laughs> what does that mean? That means bless you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> someone sneezes. Gesundheit. Rosetta Stone, that's not going to happen. Another thing I love is they have a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. That's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Very important to being understood in a foreign country is to do it in kind of the rhythm of the way that language is speak. Right. You don't, you don't look like some clown. Desktop and <laughs> app options, audio companion, ability to download lessons offline. Mm -hmm. By the way, the Lifetime membership has all 25 languages. For any and all trips and language needs in your life, mm -hmm. that's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. What are we waiting for? It's a steal. What is going on? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time. Fly in the Wall listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Oh, yeah. Visit rosettastone.com slash fly. That's 50. That's like the highest I've heard of. 50% mm -hmm. off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash fly today. Hi, I'm David Spade. Hi, I'm Dan Blarney. And um, together we're flying along. Together we are here to pump up. Oh, sorry. Okay. Let's do some questions. We're It's an experimental thing. We're going to do questions, and I'm sure we'll never do it again. It'll suck so bad. But Dana, tell them what's going on. Uh, anything you want to ask us? Because, you know, we get letters and stuff, or people s stop us on the street. with like, why are you wearing that? You know, so if you're inquisitive, you want to know about yeah. Saturday Night Live, or really anything, because I'm a licensed therapist. Yeah. We're so licensed I'm also smart. good with advice. Yeah. So David has a. Uh, 
See, we don't have to pay a sound effect guy because we have I got that. silver tongue here. What was that, like spaceship type? That's a good one. It's like a um, Martian ship. What would you do with this one? Yeah, you can do it with anything. Uh, and it's if going you want well to so far. hit us with your questions, yes. it's flyonthewall at cadence13.com. What does the com stand for? Um, commissary? Yeah. I knew you'd know it. All right, let's go to the first caller. It, we don't know these people. We've never. Hey, this no is idea like what the a Vegas are. magician or a hypnotist. I've never met you, right? Yeah. I don't know what you're going to say. So this is off the cuff. Okay, pop them in. I don't even know the name or anything. Go. Go. And go. <laughs> and anytime. And here we go. And three, two, one, and, and person. action. Uh, this is called The Awkward Part. And Dead Air Productions. Oh, here comes something. Oh. Hey. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? Hey, it's I Warren like you Grant. already. There you go. <laughs> you what's your name? Dave Labar. Dave. Hi, Dave. How are you? Thanks for being our first guest on our first- Dave, I like what you've done with that blank wall behind you. <laughs> it's just awesome, paint right? so far, right? You're a minimalist. You, are you <laughs> Swedish? Are you, are you Swedish? Because I am. You don't have a lot of furniture in there. No, no. This is my living room. It's just me and my roommate. So there's not much. I got a swingers. I don't know if you guys can see that, but it's a swingers. Oh, I remember poster. Vince Vaughn, Favreau. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. That's hip. Got a big TV. That's not too shabby. Okay. What what's, what do you got what to do you, say? What are you thinking, Dave? Uh, my question is, what SNL character of yours or movie character has been the most popular Halloween costume? Ah. <laughs> well, Dave, uh, Ed. I know what mine is. It's pretty obvious. I, okay. I don't really. Do you have you have a, you have a Hollywood costume? You know, um, this is a good question because mm -hmm. it's it's probably easier with Dana. I'm guessing you're gonna say Garth. Yes. Or church lady. Garth. The thing about Garth, I don't know why, but women with long blonde women, hair yeah. constantly come up to me and say, "You you won't believe this. I played Garth on Halloween." But when I raised my kids up in the mountains of Northern California, I thought, okay. I'm getting away from Hollywood, getting away from all that nonsense. First Halloween, I'm at the fireplace. I got the stuff going, passing out the candy. I turn around. There's a kid, a big kid. I think it was a boy. Anyway, dressed exactly like Garth on Halloween. I thought you can run, but you cannot. Oh, hide. man. That's great because every girl I know is like, I could play Garth. I have split ends. Well, what's funny is me and my <laughs> girlfriend are going as Wayne and Garth for Halloween. You are? Yeah. But here's my whole thing about it. I love Wayne's World. Dana, I love you. But at the end of the night, I kind of want to be with like a Playboy bunny or like a <laughs> sexy nurse. And instead, Not Wayne. I'm staring at Garth. Oh, you know? she's Garth. It's yeah. A little, it gets a little meta, a little weird. You're going to undress Garth. Is that what you're saying, Dave? Makes me uh, feel kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, just there twist you your face. Are you doing Wayne? Yeah, yeah, you're, Wayne, she's yeah you're gonna be shot right. Just yeah. do the hair and go shot right. But tell your is it your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. And our how how you know what's with this relationship? Are you, is <laughs> We're it, taking a side turn? Here we go. go. Yeah. Well, you're you're undressing her as she my character. Changed. I think I yeah. She lives in Vegas. I live here in San Diego. So we're doing the long distance thing. So. Otherwise known as cheating. So um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, listen, Vegas here's is what you do when she gets city. Good, when you get call. home. Yeah. just pop out your contacts and she'll look like one of the Real Housewives. I don't know which one, but <laughs> it'll be a little blurry and you can fake it with that, with that Garth wig. 
Uh, but let's okay. Now Dude, here's mine. I know it's it's I, already I over. It but now I'm going to answer. I don't think you're going to be right. But go ahead. Gap girl. Well, I get some gap girl, but the most Halloween costumes I get is Joe Dirt. Is Joe Dirt, and we see a lot oh. of people do grown ups, but those aren't from SNL. When I hosted, I think we did. Matt Piedmont and I wrote something about a, a, a stripper chaperone named Shane, and it kind of looked like Joe Dirt. I think it was right before I did Joe Dirt, but I sort of liked the name Shane and Joe Dirt. I was going to be the name Shane in it, and then we changed it. Uh, but the Joe Dirt, even Russell Westbrook went as Joe Dirt. I saw that on Joe his Dirt Instagram. Joe Dirt is a yeah. good look, right? It's a funny it's look, a, it's and it's pretty easy. They're not always that good. My favorite are when babies go as Joe Dirt. Because uh, they dress up little kids and babies, and they're always cuter and funnier. <laughs> and the girl goes as Brandy, their dog goes as the dog. Uh, yeah. But that's it. All right, man. Thank you very much. And uh, I love I love San Diego. And I was just kidding about that other thing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, appreciate you uh, calling in. And bud. make sure if you got to put a ring on it at some point. <laughs> okay, easy. I'm so, just saying. Some oh, point. I got to go, guys. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, Bye. everybody. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, Dave. I love you. Yeah, you know, he could he could um put a ring pop on it this week and then Oh, he's still oh, there. He's still there. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, the thing I love about Dave and his yeah. question. Oh, hi Dave. Oh. All right. When you jump off, you can jump off the Zoom because you don't want to be in the waiting room on someone's computer for the next 5 days. Okay. Uh well, that was good. I like that. One. It was yeah. the first one and he was good. Okay. We broke the we broke the seal. That was easy. Okay. Yeah. Uh let's try another one. Let's see who's in there. You got personal, Dana. You got really in there. I like that you're digging a little well, bit. Well, I'm a licensed therapist. Oh, he's got portrait background. Wow. Wow. He looks he's like rich. you're suspended in three-dimensional <laughs> floating in space. Looks like I he's in a it. commercial. I feel like I'm stoned. Michael, what's up, buddy? <laughs> what's he hey. doing, Wayne? Hey, guys. <laughs> anyway, oh good God. to see you. Thanks for being part of our inaugural Fan question. You know what? He knew we were going to make fun of his apartment, so he blurted it out. <laughs> I blurred it out, yeah. No. I Go ahead, bud. We're not going to make fun of you. Wanna... Okay, great, great. No, it's fine. It looks cool. <laughs> How are you today? I'm great. I am, I'm still sort of in disbelief that this is actually happening. When I got the email, mm -hmm. I was like, is this a prank? Like, how did I, how did I get this? How did I get the right to do this? But, uh, it feels, this feels Thanks real. Thanks for your question. I, it's so <laughs> odd to be on this side of the fence because for most of my life, I once saw Michael Landon in a restaurant when I was 10 years old from Bonanza and I couldn't speak. So uh, the idea that you would be nervous around David Spade and me. He's nervous <laughs> around you. You should be nervous. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I am nervous. Yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, just to set the stage on where I align, it's Joe Dirt, Master of Disguise. Just, just the yes. oh, good, you're okay. the one. You're the one. <laughs> and, uh, Joe Dirt was a hit. Master of Disguise is a great movie. Thank you. Thank uh, you, Michael. Okay, go ahead. What do you got? All right, here's the question. So, would just be grateful to hear your guys strategies processes music and gearing up for like a big day of work whether that's on set or getting ready to perform or something along those lines would be just love to hear about your guys process there god we kind of asked paul mccartney that a little bit before he went on and now we're being asked that's kind of cool he I was did, not as nervous as we were <laughs> i did hear that this morning actually yeah uh yeah we we took a that was fun but i i was 
starstruck. You know, I've met him a couple of times, but it was very nerve wracking to see his face on the Zoom just because your because question should be his, his question should be what, what was our prep and just talking to Paul McCartney? That was what we were scared of for like three days. Ahead I had of time. to go to I was on vacation in Wyoming with my family. I had to go to a special hotel and and because I to get Wi-Fi and we didn't know if David was going to make it on the Zoom. He was having technical issues. He was, you know, Michael, I wanted to kick myself. There's so many things we wanted to ask him. And then we just, I froze up. Dana was pretty smooth, but I, well, I didn't know we could talk about the Beatles. I know once you did, and he sort of got into it, we we're like, oh, cause we don't want to offend him in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Right. And I once the, one of the first, I met him at a party once and he was in line in the loo. <laughs> Sorry. Really? It's that me and Paul say this loo. This is getting interesting. And then <laughs> I said, he was nice, but you know, he's all just high, high, you know, he's nice, but then I auctioned off tickets to see him at a fundraiser for Haiti, and I wound up in. It's in my act. I do a whole thing on it, Dana. It's hilarious. I love but to hear I it. But I wound up paying one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars for the tickets. So the good news is Haiti is fixed, but the bad news is I fixed it. <laughs> but the bad news is I, I went to see Paul McCartney. I had to pay all that money. Talk about uh, upsell, and then you're supposed to meet him. And I waited with Kanye, and then they go, oh, he'll see you. He had his guitar. It was just he and his wife. And then, um, oh, Joe Walsh came in. Just in that little backstage, little uh, half-banger, honey wagon, whatever they call trailer. And he was super nice. And I never found out, did he know it was because I bid on that? Because I we called and said, hey, David, wanted to come see Paul, and thought they knew what I meant. And they just said, oh, sure. And he said, okay, come say hi. And he never mentioned it. I thought he'd be like, holy shit. Why they don't remember, you know, when you're the most famous person on the planet, you just, you know. But I'll answer your question is, Paul. Yeah. You know, I get up, you know, I'll brush your teeth. I go, I do a teeth. You know, I get a nice little brekkie, you know. I put on my best trousers, put a little water on my face. I'm ready for my show. Uh, to your question, though, if I'm doing a 90-minute stand-up set, mm -hmm. I try. To, I don't normally nap, but I'll try to close my eyes for a while. I'll look at my notes, close my eyes some more. I'll try to eat a light meal, salmon, right at a certain time frame, make sure I'm hydrated, and really do some push-ups or something to be optimal as much as I can. David? Yeah, I, I'm on this kind of a tour right now, and Dana and I both don't do stand-up all the time like we used to, but this year I'm trying. And uh, when I got to go out there and do an hour or whatever, even more, Dana does 90, which is even harder. 90 on the toes. Uh, 90, and he's fucking doing a lot of shit, and his voice, and he's physical. I'm out there mumbling. Um my stupid act, but it is hard. I Wait a eat. minute. You got tickets on sale. No, but I, it's hysterical. But I eat, I can eat almost anything right before I go on. I'll eat a steak. I'll eat, when I was on that Sandler tour, they had a steak really? backstage every night. I ate a full steak and I go, and they're like, you're up next. They're introing you. And I go, okay. Oh, full steak. And now my vodka Diet Coke. David Spudler. Yeah. And then I walk out. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but now I know why you're so low key in your act. Yeah, you just I'm got falling, a big steak. I'm dying, yeah. But I will have a little bit of chocolate sometimes, like just a square of chocolate. So it's, the thing is, it's really all food oriented for you guys. Like, well, uh, I do drink a little. Feel... I usually have a few knocks, probably two, but that's it. But then I get scared. I don't want to be too buzzed, but I do have fun out there because it is nerve wracking. I still for sure get nervous. Uh, you you want to 
I feel like when people buy tickets and stuff, a responsibility to be optimal as Mm -hmm. much as possible. Because I was on stage, 1,500 people, and I hadn't done a full 90 in a while, and I got to a really good bit, and I was setting it up, bing, bang, boom. What the fuck is the next line? What's bang? I only missed two, but that was very (laughs) painful. I remember bing and boom. So what I did the next gig I had, I just repeated the bit in my hotel yep. room over and over again. But you want to be optimal. You want to be good. You want to make them happy. So you just want to feel good out there if you can. But a lot of times, you know what? You're kind of exhausted from travel. That's the problem. Travel is just yep. dings you. This weekend, Mike, I'll tell you, because uh, when it's a theater, it, it is a different vibe when they're paying more. They're excited. You see them on Instagram, like saying, I'm in, the, I'm in line. I'm this... And I remember this weekend, I wanted to try some different bits. So like Dana, if I haven't done one in a while, I have to say it out loud to figure out all the snags because you can get in the middle of it and you just stop and go, I don't even know what the ending was. I don't know where I was going with this. So you have to go beginning, middle, end, and you go, I got it. And then you go out there. really, really, really helps. Do you have any follow-up or did that answer your question? No, that's great. I, I'm grateful for that answer. But I, I guess my only follow-up would be like, what's your like, do you have like a pump-up music that you go for? Because I'm I'm getting ready to run the New York City Marathon, raise some money oh. for cancer research. And it's like, what? I'm listening to Big Booty Mix right now. I don't know if you know what that is, if you've heard of that. I know what Big Booties are. <laughs> uh, uh, I would say a song that David loves and I saw it the other night because my, my wife and I are watching the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and it was LL Cool, cool J. Anything with energy, like Mama Said sure. Knock You Out, would really, that mm. makes me laugh. It's such a funny song. Mama Said Knock yeah. You Out, because, you know, uh, anything with high, you know, just massive. Uh, what know, is Heather? What's the Zeppelin song I go up to? Whole Lot of Love. I go up to Whole Lot of Zeppelin. Love. I go up to uh, Beastie Boys, Sabotage sometimes. I, I In Arizona, I went up to Arizona by Scorpions. And uh, anything gets you going. But Dano, by the way, should tell you, he's scribbling all these down, which is smart. I, I literally, Dan, yeah, yeah. He literally was like, oh, one more question. I thought this oh, was you're a sports writing show. Down the music? Well, if you start getting tired toward the end of the marathon, just put on like Peter, Paul, and Mary, like as you're just slowing down. Dana does Puff the Magic Dragon for the first. <laughs> right, the last quarter mile. Yeah. I ran a marathon, almost killed. killed Dana, I'd heard a little birdie, <laughs> a little told, birdie told me told you that Dana, no, a deer from the old uh, Rules of Engagement, Always wanted me to ask you if you have some record or some running record or distance record. Is that possible? For what? For show business? No, no for, <laughs> for being the <laughs> oldest living comic. No, for being, you were like a, a marathon runner and yeah. you have some records because you're a good runner. I Yeah, I ran a 427 mile at age 17. Wow. That's not bad. Wow. See that? Wow. And I ran a marathon, but it was in August. I also was 17. It was like 90 degrees out. The first 10 miles were uphill. They discontinue it because people died. But I ran that in 304, which is, I could have run 240 at the time. But I was running a lot. That's all. People go, how'd you do that? Well, I just ran a lot. That's all I did. I was pumping him up because he's about to do uh, the, the big monster one. I've been, yeah, I've been training since December, and I would be like elated to run it under four hours. I can't even imagine what it would take to run it in three minutes and four seconds. That sounds ludicrous. Well, three hours, you but it's seven-minute pace, three but it was with a lot of hills. This one's flat. Don't go, don't go out too fast. Always stay aerobic, not anaerobic, so like just below a talking thing. And just make sure that you go out a little slower than you, you even want. And you want to have negative splits if you can. Get to 13.1 halfway. And that's when you 
what I call put the hammer down mm -hmm. and dominate <laughs> your competition. My advice is when you get finished, just show girls your step counter and just go, hey, did you do 400,000 steps today? Oh, that's me. That's right. Can I buy you a drink? It's a billion steps. Well, that's really cool. You're doing that. Is uh, your knees okay? Your hips? You got good shoes? You're all right? Yep. Everything's good right now. I'm just He's ready to roll. I'm happy to be where I am. Good for All right. you. Well, That's congratulations. Awesome. Good job. Thank you. And uh, thank for you questions. for checking in on us. Th thank you, guys. This is awesome. Take care. All right. Appreciate Peace it. out, bro. Love you, bro. I feel like I was slumping during I him, but I'm back up. Straight. You can't see all the land cruises on my shirt. Hey, Fidelity. Can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Rewind it back to the days of chill accent on the beach and all day fun with spring break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan fave rocket. The excitement is endless. The vibes are right. And the cash prices could be huge. New players start playing with just five bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code FOTW to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per opted-in new customer. $5 wager required. Max. $100 in casino credits awarded which require one-time playthrough within 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash promos. Restrictions apply. Oh. Oh, who invited? Uh, Hello. Hi, I'm sorry. You're on. Kim. Hi. <laughs> we both go like this. It's literally this small. We, you know how it puts we, it in the corner of your Zoom? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, Kim, what's going on? You look Hi, very Kim. nice today. Oh, thank you. Um... So I had was just wondering about venue size. Um, I saw. Does it matter? Does it matter? <laughs> does, does venue does size matter? matter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, is that uh, go ahead? Well, go ahead. Finish your thought. Well, so the thought just simply was that you know, first of all, I have a very hard like ten row rule. I will I, if I have to sit more than ten rows back, I'm not going. Oh wow! To see okay. anything. So, mm -hmm. but when I went and saw David recently, I was in the front row and, you know, you're yakking with the nine-year-old kid neck, you know, in the front row and Do you remember it? to the guy next to me. And so it's kind of like, it feels very spontaneous and very personal if you're sitting in the audience. Yeah. Right. So as you scale up in venue size, at yeah. what point do you lose that and how does it actually change either the material you deliver or how you deliver it? Um, and, and does that connection really, and, and what's the largest venue you've actually ever been in where you felt mm. like maybe you lost that connection? 
Uh, I'll, I'll start. Kind of a sophisticated question. Because she was at... Are you a performer? Or just <laughs> no. A, no, I spent a lot of time with you, performers. Yeah, you go to right. a lot with of shows performers. too, right? Okay. Yeah, I love I love going to shows. I'm like you, where I will spend money on scalping tickets because or whatever, just to try to get up close, or it's not worth it to me. And I, I think you're talking about Saratoga, possibly yeah. uh, the show, because there the was winery. A, there. Was the kid with you? Was it your kid? No, it wasn't my kid. No, they were sitting a little farther down, and then <laughs> there, there was, was like a ten-year-old in the front row. <laughs> oh, I've had that. You go out and like eight or ten-year-olds there, and then you know you think, oh, that's a fuck bomb, and yeah, that bit's yeah, a little yeah. too sophisticated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I had fun with this kid. I actually liked that show a lot. It was outdoors. It was beautiful. Great, great for an outdoor um, theater. Awesome. And it was fun to refer back to this kid. Of course, I did not know he was going to be there. I didn't know. I mean, you just walk out. And you're kind of playing off. In between jokes, you look around. You and got his name. I don't know on. his name. You didn't get his name because you go, "Hey, Michael." What yeah, do you think, I go Michael? back to him. I go, yeah, and and but I what one of the things also is you can't really change the act for this one kid to rip off the audience because you start going like Dana's saying, oh, "I can't say this joke unless you mention it," and then you do it anyway, like it's kind of funny. But I don't want to. I only change it if my mom's there. Honestly, I only change it. And, oh, really? Uh, oh. But with venue size, I wish the ones we're doing now are pretty big, about 2,025. And I would say more than that, I would like to have a video screen because I make a lot of faces. Dana's the same way. A lot of the acting, a lot of the goofy stuff is here. And I want everyone to see in the balcony and everything. The big screens do help. I played a 4,700 seat county fair last weekend in fresno and uh, i was halfway yeah and it was gigantic and you just have to pump more energy and remember not to get too tied up with the people in the first row and then there was a little like a band started playing rhythm and blues really loud in the middle of my act at another kiosk oh, at yeah. the state fair and i'm like oh, what yeah. are, i just started singing along with them uh, but yeah, it depends on the room. Sometimes rooms are big and they play kind of small and vice versa. But uh, if you can get up front, but first row, that's a little tight. I don't want to, you're in the light then a little bit, right? Well, you might get lit up too. Well, you know, I, so I don't worry so much about that. I try to be very like, not, yeah, yeah. But, um, but anyway, yeah. So, so thanks for the answer. Appreciate it. That's nice. She well, goes, I think I've heard the enough. Next concert, and hopefully there's a little kid next to you. Yeah. No, that was a fun show. I hope you thought so because I liked that show. We had a great time. Oh my God. I actually laughed so hard I blew perfectly good vodka out my nose. Literally. Oh good. It was really Wow, that's a t shirt. Perfectly yeah. good vodka out my nose. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot okay. of fun. I, re I really That's did great. enjoy it. Well, yeah, he's a great Dana up. comes up there, see him next time, and uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, pleasure. Bye -bye. Thank you. She's very sweet. Look, she had a good very question, nice. and then she she wrapped it up, which is never, you know. I know that's which is nice. That was unusual. Mm -hmm. She gave the woe sign like too much Whoa. guy. Just is it good or bad? That, then, They're kind of sophisticated questions about performing. David, whether you have a few weeks old puppy or a senior who's seen multiple decades, any dog person like me knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. Yep. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with your lovely dog. Yeah, well, I've heard farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. And, you know, that's what everyone's looking for. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced. Uh, it's made from human-grade ingredients. Safe, clean kitchens, all that stuff matters. 
Yeah. I mean, you love your dog. Why Why get the lousy food for your dog? Farmer's dog is the best. Traditional dry and wet dog food options are extremely processed. Sometimes dogs- much lower quality. Yeah. <laughs> you, you put it in their bowl and they go, what is this kibble? And they knock it away. What is this canned goo? Oh, yeah. I've had our dog, yeah, look at the bowl yeah. and then kind of crank its neck up and look at me. And it was like, really? They go, really? Why don't you go first? You want a bite of this? Slop. <laughs> and it makes that sound. Here you go, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, so Farmer's Dog isn't just no. higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. It makes it easy to help your dog reach and stay at their ideal weight, David. And it's just one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits, David, from healthier coat mm-hmm. and skin better breath, if you want to kiss your dog, and even easier digestion and smaller and better poops. Let's look at a clip. It doesn't matter if your dog's young or old, it's always the right time to invest in their health for more happy years with your dog. Get 50% off your first box at farmersdog.com slash fly. Let the farmer's dog know we sent you. Use your code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. Oh, we got a side pony. Look at that! That's All cool. the hair is to the side. There's a name for that. I'm not, I don't know if it's side pony, but oh, I have my wrong name. Sorry. Oh yeah, get it. It's Alice. It's not Alice. It's not Alice. I write murder mysteries, and I guess I was Alice last time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You write murder uh, mysteries? Yeah, just as a side thing. Oh, when did when did Bob Ross paint that painting behind you? I know, it's so beautiful. Let's put a little flower here. We're going to put some smoke, some fun smoke. Yeah. Okay, sure. uh, go ahead. Uh, what What do you got for us? I love you guys so much. I just have to say that I've been watching you since I was five years old on TV. So love you. <laughs> Me and my sisters, we all love you. We um, watched you on Saturday Night Live. We love all your movies. Okay. But Dana, we really identified with your movie Opportunity Knocks. You right. did. Which I've never heard you talk about on this podcast yet. But um, we loved it because of all the scheming and pranking, because that's our favorite pastime to do together. So <laughs> just there, like what your movie's about. There was a lot of scheming and pranking. Yeah. Tell, yeah. Them, tell us the log line sort of of opportunity for the people. Well, it was a it was a guy who was sort of on on the lamb, and he 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 hid out in this house, right, and pretended to be really rich, mm-hmm. and then you know to get away from the cops and stuff, he did characters and he manipulated people. You probably know it better than I do at this point. <laughs> I was about to say Dana's like going, <laughs> and, and then, then yeah, I and then the house you were living in, the family thought you were the guy that was supposed to be there. Yes, and so you had to fall in love with their daughter. I like this. God, it's a better movie than I thought. I should have read the script. I saw it back. (laughs) I should have read this. I should have read the script. I I saw it back then, and I thought it's funny because you know Dana. It's like a classic Hollywood thing. Like get a guy that's funny at characters that can play anything, and then they find a movie. Finally, goes oh he can do this because I think the poster you had your hair greased back. Yeah, dressed all suave. I was, you know, didn't know what I was doing, but it was, uh, it ended up pretty good. People do like it. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it's really good. So my question is about pranks. Um, what epic pranks happened backstage at Saturday Night Live? Oh. 
Pranks. Uh, let me think. Pranks. Uh, it wasn't really a prank, but I remember Chris wiped his butt with my USA Today once. Um, I guess that's a prank. That's probably the biggest crank. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. Little coat. What? Oh, we, well, you know, we didn't have much time. We were just scrambling trying to put the show together. There wasn't much time for frivolity in that way. Don't I, you think? I well, mean, like, hey, of course. I, I mean, know you're trying to get your sketch together, but look stressed. at this big, funny clown nose. Yeah, know? it's not like the Ocean's Eleven set where George Clooney has a fake snake and he's throwing it at Brett. But I will say, yeah, the, the, the scene in Tommy Boy was based, Chris Farley and I had an office where you remember Dane, like I'm facing a wall with that wooden desk and a mm -hmm. legal pad and then Chris is behind me doing absolutely nothing. And uh, I was writing and he would go, David, turn around. And I go, no. And he goes, David, he's like a child. And I go, Chris, because I had a little Levi jacket. I go, if this is fat guy in a little coat, it's not funny anymore. And he goes, no, it's not. If you're wearing my little coat and you're going to say fat guy in a little coat, I don't want it because I have to write. And he goes, no, <laughs> it's a new thing. And then I turn around and he's got it on. And he goes, fat guy, little coat. Don't you quit on it. <laughs> well, it Farley is, is probably sketch. the chief. That's my sister's favorite sketch. Yeah. So that, that turned into a dead spot in Tommy Boy where we're just selling brake pads. And then you go, oh, what if we threw this in there just to spice it up a bit? Well, nice. I love it. That's the kind of funny thing that lasts forever because it, it doesn't really, What? It, where's the joke? It's just a fat guy put on a little coat, yeah, and it, but it's so Chris. And he moves around, he yeah, put a little around, into it. And guess yeah. what? I'm a fat guy in a little coat. So that's why it's so funny. And he ripped the coat. But yeah, oh. Chris was a prankster. He would just burst into the writer's room naked at midnight. <laughs> right. Hi, everybody. You know, so, but he was, he was one of a kind. That's probably yeah. the most, the closest we had to pranks was just Chris, uh, Constantly being naked. <laughs> and one time Dennis Miller had the fake rattlesnake eggs thing, you know, open it up, Carvey, it's a gift. Okay? <laughs> Popped out of me. Okay? Thought it was a rattler for a second, all right? Thought it made its way from fucking Scottsdale. Do you do pranks on your friends? Yes. Well, my sister is the mastermind and she just tells me what to do because I don't have any shame. And then we just like, <laughs> I just do it to make my friends laugh so... Like she told me to put on white pants and then put no. oh. um, chocolate frosting oh. on my butt. And then I walk into stores and I just Angela. say, like, where's the bathroom? <laughs> and then when they point, then you pivot perfectly. So then they see that you kept your pants. And, and then, then someone quietly films. They film it. That is, yeah. And they well, show yeah, so it's really stupid. <laughs> you could do a reality show on Pluto television. She's yeah. like, then we take a can of tomato soup. We're like, okay, that's yeah. enough. Yeah. On the call sheet, it would say, no, no. butt poos prank, you know? Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> uh, well, I like that she's saying that she does them too because they're hard to mm -hmm. kind of think up. And you know what you have, and this sounds crazy, she has uh, uh, phone fingers, Good iPhone fingers. You know when girls take a selfie like this, they go like that in the mirror? Look at that. Go like that with your fingers. See? She's really? got the old fingers and nails. Cool fingers. This is something it's something now I notice and I can't not notice on people. Okay. Um, but that really probably wasn't why you're calling. Um, but anyway, fingers. thank you for calling. And thank Do my you. giant hands bother you? <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> I do it like this. I go, 
are my hands too big? Is are that a they, problem with people? It was just, it was a COVID thing, you know. They go, it all grew. Uh, thank you, Angela. And uh, keep, keep you. listening if you get a chance. And keep on oh, pranking. Yeah, I love you guys. Appreciate you. She should have like that She's keep cute. on pranking trucking shirt. Remember I love the innocence of saying, smearing chocolate or something on your pants and walking around a store, but did it with such innocence and frivolity. All right, well, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, do we have folks? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we have Greg and Heather. If you want well, to write ladies in. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the show. Fly on the wall at cadence13.com. It's the one three, right? Cadence13.com. Dot com. And uh, that was fun. I actually like doing that. So we really yeah, got in touch with the people really that listen. Nice, nice people. Saw our crowd a little bit and ate some watermelon. So thank you and we'll see you next time. Good night. This has been a podcast presentation of Cadence 13. Please listen, then rate, review, and follow all episodes. Available now for free wherever you get your podcast. No joke, folks. Fly on the Wall has been a presentation of Cadence 13. Executive produced by Dana Carvey and David Spade, Chris Corcoran of Cadence 13, and Charlie Finan of Brillstein Entertainment. The show's lead producer is Greg Holtzman with production and engineering support from Serena Regan and Chris Basil of Cadence 13. 